podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is... One Kiss Means Forever! This is the podcast where we take everything that is beautiful about certain topics, oh, like let's say weddings, and then also talk about what's so awful about certain subjects, like let's say weddings and movies about them. (laughs) We're talking about your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on various networks and streaming services, and surprise amongst surprises, we're talking about Hallmark again today. Yeah, you know, we it, Hallmark is the bread, and, like the the staple of our yeah genre. Sure, um, surely is. It gives us yeah. the most. So, you know, but that's that's we know where our bread is buttered. All of that fun <laughs> jazz. Um, so today, you know, we're yeah, we we promise we'll be done with weddings very very soon. We've, <laughs> we've planned out the time. I think this is the last like official wedding movie that sure. we're going to do. And then we're going to like ease into other things. So don't don't ditch us yet. <laughs> but we couldn't end wedding season without kind of talking. We've we've always wanted to talk about this one. So Yeah, we we we've said we wanted to do this one for a while um cuz we liked it when it came out. Um and you know, I actually went back and tried to look up our Twitter for this movie. I thought about doing it. Was it when, fun? I no, I couldn't get there. Oh no. Like it doesn't go back far enough. I don't know enough about Twitter. But yeah. I couldn't like at some point I was like, I my fingers hurt. I can't scroll like this and I couldn't search for it and it I was annoyed. So I think there should be an option to search for your own stuff on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try looking up the hashtag on our Yeah, but okay. it doesn't it doesn't restrict it to just you. Oh so yeah, every- yeah, 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 I guess. I guess so, that's true. I do remember yeah. that we had some pretty epic tweets and I'm pretty sure that either one of the one or both of the leads commented or liked some of our I stuff. I want to we say tweeting. that too. Yeah. I also I did find one tweet of ours that was not from this movie, but was from a later movie that I referenced this movie in because um, I, I referenced how many uh, haters were on this movie during the original mm. uh, run of it because of the lesbians in it. Yeah. Um, and, and so, like, yeah. And I, I'm happy to say that I have seen more queer couples on Hallmark. You know, they're still mostly secondary to tertiary to background sure. characters. But I see them. We're getting there. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. All right. So um, in, ca- in case it's unclear, we're talking Wedding Every Weekend, Yay. which premiered on August 15th, 2020. So when everybody was at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is Hallmark's little blurb about it. Nate and Brooke are going to the same four weddings four weekends in a row to avoid setups. They go together as wedding buddies. But what starts as a friendship soon becomes deeper. Hmm. And it stars Kimberly Sustad and Paul Campbell. And they did not write this movie. This is a Julie Sherman Wolf uh, joint. Uh, but, you know, I feel like they probably, you know, ad libbed or something. Sure, like, sure. They, they must have, right? <laughs> they must have. They, they're, I love them together. Um, if I was Kimberly Sustad, I would also just make movies where I get to make out with Paul Campbell just on the regular. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You know, what's what's what else is the point of being an actor? You can't just make out with people. Um, Amy Poehler says that in her memoir. I have not made out with anybody in my acting yet. But she's like, That's why I want to become an actor, because you just make out with everybody. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks, Amy Poehler. Oh. Anywho, um, One Kiss Means Forever. Brooke Etheridge, who is no relation to Melissa, haha, is a physical therapist played by Kimberly Sustad, about to embark on the summer of Brooke, or in other words, a dating-less summer. See, she's recently broken up with Peter Benson. Yep, he's just going to be Peter Benson again in this movie with no character name because he will always be Peter Benson only. Anyway, she also works with Peter Benson, and it's making things a little awkward at work because 
they're not dating anymore. Uh, the other thing that is awkward is she is a true early 30s person and everyone she knows is now getting married. She literally has a wedding to go to every weekend, luckily in the area, for the next month. Sad sack, anti-love Edgar, who smartly goes by his middle name of Nate, played by Paul Campbell, is a mechanic with a specialty of restoring vintage cars. He is not into change, so while he could make money restoring cars with new parts so they look old but run new, he refuses. He is an originalist to the original originalists. He runs into Brooke first while using a credit at the town, essentially, wedding registry store? Sure. (laughs) It seems to be what they're... uh, their business model is, um, <laughs> while she is helping her best friend, Ginny, register. And then again at her PT clinic after he slips and fucks up his knee. But he is a man and does not need no doctoring. He'll just look things up on YouTube and heal himself because man. <laughs> Although to be fair, I have been this person too because American healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's really probably more of the issue is American healthcare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, um, Brooke is completely unimpressed with dumbass Nate, as he is not taking his recovery seriously, but she can't force him, so she thinks that's it. At least until they end up at the same table at the first wedding, a.k.a. the singles table. When a creeper, McCreeperson, starts hitting on Brooke, um, and Nate can tell how uncomfortable it's making her, he swoops in and saves her by asking her to dance. The next weekend, Brooke is again at a wedding, when in walks Nate. Randomly, they each know a different half of the couple. Nate comes to her rescue again when, first, he helps her get some of the, like, past hors d'oeuvres that she apparently can't get by herself. Um, And then when he asks her to dance rather than endure being hit on by another rando. People really, really want to hit on Brooke and she is not having it. Thank you. And it's while they're dancing as wedding buddies that they realize they are actually going to all the same wedding. So they this is wedding number two. They have two more that they're all going to. And so they decide to go as wedding buddies, like as a plan, not just random. Yeah. Why not, you know? Why not? I love this idea. Yeah, me too. Um, They should make a movie about it. Hey! (laughs) So Nate and Brooke meet up at the wedding registry store (laughs) to get their friends, Vicky and Amanda, gifts. But these ladies have expensive taste, so Nate and Brooke decide they're going to share a present. You know, as wedding buddies, not as couples, which is... Weird that two people – anyway, whatever. No, that's not weird because Hannah and I went on a gift once together. I have gone in on gifts with friends multiple times because most of the time wedding presents are going to be above my budget of my – well, I mean it's less so now. But like in my late 20s, early 30s, I had no money. That's fair. You know, it's like I can maybe swing 50 bucks and it's not going to – get the whole set of wine glasses that's why zola does a group gift yeah <laughs> not sponsored zola wasn't by around zola. at the time <laughs> that's true i i think our my favorite wedding gift ever was all was that batman lunchbox and you and i just gave a bunch of change <laughs> that added up to 50 bucks to our friend <laughs> god we did that that was probably the best wedding present ever <laughs> i completely forgot about that that was pretty that was epic that was great <laughs> Um, so the next day at work, Brooke impulsively quits her job and decides to open her own PT clinic because it must have been Nate's encouragement that made her believe it was possible. At Vicky and Amanda's wedding, Nate and Brooke are not seated at the same table. (gasps) Uh, They each have been match made by the brides and are sat with someone who they thought might make a good, you know, match. Uh, But these ladies are bad at matchmaking as the guy Brooke is seated with basically insults her and insinuates that physical therapy is fake medicine. So Nate has to come to the rescue again and they duck out of the wedding and he like shows her around his mechanic shop 
you know, and they have some bonding time, and like she learns all about his job. Yeah, let me show me where you work. Mm. And get all greasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's making me think of that Tyler Hines movie where he was yeah. in the uh-huh. <laughs> I followed you completely. <laughs> so Brooke's parents decide to help her open her clinic, and they find a good spot, and the money and all is going well until – Brooke's roof starts to leak, like in her home. So you can't live in Portland with a leaky roof, so much rain. Um, so goodbye, money. Um, that is until Nate offers to fix up her grandmother's old car for her and then sell it, giving her the money for the roof and the business, all in exchange for helping him with his knee. Thrilled at this solution, Brooke is all about it. The same rainstorm disrupts Ginny's bachelorette and her fiance. Greg's bachelor party. Since Brooke is Ginny's maid of honor and Nate is a groomsman, they work together to come up with a last minute Jack and Jill party of playing flag football. Sounds terrible, but Ginny <laughs> and Greg seem to love this. Agreed. Uh, they know Ginny and Greg want them together, so they like do a pretend. Like, ooh, maybe we look deeply in each other's eyes thing. Uh, But longing looks and lingering touches are starting to, you know, feel all too real. At Ginny and Greg's rehearsal dinner, Greg makes a little boo-boo and upsets Ginny. Brooke calms Ginny down and then goes to find Greg, only to overhear Nate telling Greg that he would not give up being single for anything. Brooke is hurt and leaves, so she misses the next part of what Nate says, where he's like, except for blah de blah de blah. Um, so Ginny and Greg are end up being good, but now Brooke is giving Nate the cold shoulder because she's like, now I don't have a chance. He wants to be single. And I thought we were getting along. Nate is really hurt and tries to talk to Brooke since he has no idea why she's upset because she doesn't communicate that at all. Uh, but Brooke basically breaks up with him even though they're not together. So they go through this wedding and they are sad. And Nate fixes her grandma's car and realizes it's time to change and agrees to do updated cars in the future. Mm. Uh, he also decides that he can't sell her grandma's car. And he ends up selling a different car and keeping hers. I have questions about the <laughs> like ethics of this, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> So four months later, Brooke opens her PT clinic. Greg and Jenny are there, and that's when she learns that Nate said more than he loved being single. Oops. Um, so she decides she wants to get him back, but he's magically at her door, and he's driving her grandma's car. He could not bear to part with it, and he needs help fixing his broken heart. So they kiss, and since one, one kiss, kiss means, means forever. forever, there's cheering and clapping because they get married. <laughs> Yay! And their getaway car is her grandma's and doesn't look Woo-hoo. like the Grease car at all. <laughs> go Grease Lightning. <laughs> Grease Lightning. Go Grease Lightning. All right. All right. Um. <clears throat> I have a lot of weird questions about this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, like... All right, I'm going to start with the beginning. A very good place to start. I understand that Nate is friends with Greg and Brooke is friends with Ginny. But they are both in this wedding. Right? So, in theory... Brooke knows Greg. Don't you think Nate knows Jenny? Why doesn't he recognize her in the registry store? I mean, Why that is a, that is a good question. I, I mean, I don't know. And it's I don't I, I that's a good question. Not sure. I don't think so, he even like sees her. No, he does. I like I just I, it just seems it's such a small little store. Like I can't imagine you wouldn't see her, and it would be like. It's weird that they don't say hello. I'm <laughs> just like, it's weird. Just putting it out there. Fair. Absolutely fair. That um, did not occur to me, but that's <laughs> so smart. 
Also, in this scene, I hate to shame her, but it really got to me. Kimberly Sustead says, espresso. No! I... <laughs> it was like, oh no, honey, no, stop, 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 stop. Ah! Well, that is how you say it in France. Maybe she's just like super worldly. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> and in case anybody's wondering, it's espresso. <laughs> espresso. <laughs> um so that those those two things really got to me. Um it really got to me the pineapple and mushroom comment oh, and I know yeah. this was a big thing on Twitter because I'm going to put this out there right now. My favorite pizza to get is half mushroom and onion, half pineapple. And okay. sometimes they go over each other and mushroom and pineapple are not bad together, I promise, because also when um, Billy makes me vegetarian um, uh, al pastor, he does it with mushrooms, and it's delicious. So okay, yeah. don't knock it till you try it, my friends. I feel ashamed. I, I mean, I, I don't tend to have pineapple in my pizza just because mostly it usually comes with ham, and I, you know, I'm not yeah. gonna buy a whole pizza for myself with pineapple. You know, sure, it's not a thing. Um, but. It's been a while since I've had it, but there is a soup that they sell at a Vietnamese restaurant in the village that is like sweet and sour-ish with like pineapple in it. And it yeah. is so freaking good. It's <laughs> like I could, I would dream about, I dream about this soup a little Give bit. Give it to me. Oh, it's really, really good. Like pineapple is like one of those weird things where you're like, wait. It shouldn't work here, but it does. Yeah. It's a lot of things. I agree. So I felt sad about that. And I said so yeah. on Twitter three years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm just going through my notes. Sure. Me too. They keep in touch with people and go to weddings that I didn't realize people did. That was literally my next note. Like I said, all of these couples are really invited, like inviting like the most fifth string friends. Like yes. one was like a summer camp friendship. Another was they did ballet, at, like ballet as kids. And I'm like, yeah, I understand these are all like local weddings, but really like you can afford to invite someone maybe you haven't talked to in 15 years. Right. You know, like I, you know, for the people who are like true summer camp people which i've i was never one of those like i recognize that those are some like deep bonds if they're like every summer we do sleepaway camp for you know six to eight weeks and we're in the same bunk for you know 10 years that's not the same kind of thought but like other than the fact that you know like one of the lesbians is like Brooke's old roommate. And I was like, okay, yeah, that that's a wedding. That makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. And Jenny and Greg make sense to me. But like one of them is like a client. And I'm like, who? Like, and it's, and I think it's his client. I don't remember who's, who is a client and who is, but like, it was just very much like a, you are inviting this person to your wedding? Is, is this wedding run by Lacey Chabert in Pennsylvania, like where everyone is invited. I'm so confused. I mean, I feel like depending on the relationship, I think it might have been her client. I can't remember. I but depending remember. on the relationship, I feel like, you know, I've gotten really close with like massage therapists before. Like I can see myself get like inviting my massage therapist to my wedding. I suppose you did invite your your bartender to your wedding. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> I invited a lot of people I love to my wedding. <laughs> um, but like, you know, like I, I think like it's, it's not – I wouldn't say that it would be like that was how I would introduce those people if I was that clo- like close enough. Sure. You know, it would be like, oh, you know, so-and-so is my friend that I met in ballet when we were seven. Doesn't have the same connotation as – Oh, it's my ballet friend. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it, it means something different. Um, I have a question. My next note mm-hmm. is um, I, I have a question about, I mean, you might know this. I don't know. Cars. So 
so she had I know anything about cars? I don't know, but I wondered if this if this came across to you. When they first meet and he's like, I, you know, restore cars, it's there's a difference, blah, blah, blah. And she says, Oh, I have a such and such car that I inherited from my grandmother. And he goes, Oh, kind of deal in high-end cars. But he drives a car to her house. And to me, that car looks like a piece of shit sedan. Compared to the car she gives. Yeah, yeah. So my question to you was like, how is that car not as high end and what am I missing? Like, I got the impression that the car that, I mean, I, I know nothing about cars. You cannot tell me, like, I know like two car models. I just, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, But I got the impression that she is driving a like, low end it like almost like a what was that one that's like famous for being stupid like Edsel or something oh sure yeah like I got that it was like a 70s version of like it's a Plymouth something or other but yeah yeah I get what you're meaning and like and versus you know whatever he was doing which I don't even think we knew for sure I mean, according to the 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 hood ornament, I think it was a Mercedes Benz or something, but it looked like a sad DeLorean without any of the cool features. <laughs> like it was just like this like silver, I don't know, something that you would have inherited it from your uncle. Boxy. It was so boxy, it was ugly as F. Like yeah. I would be like, I'm driving this in high school until I make enough money to sell it and buy something better. Yeah, I actually liked the look of my uh, 1987 tan of Volvo 540 better. <laughs> <laughs> my 92 Toyota Tercel was wicked cute, and I named it Nemo because it kind of had the same body as Nemo from Finding Nemo, and one oh. headlight was dimmer than the other, kind of like his fin. Ah, that's very cute. My 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 Volvo was Samson. It was my dad's, and he bought it used, and then he gave it to me, and he told me I could have the '91 Honda or the '87 Volvo, and I went with the '87 Volvo because I wanted to drive the stick shift. Yeah, mine was a stick shift too. Holler! And also, it felt safer as a car. Speaking, <laughs> yeah, they both just must be pretty pretty safe i'm um, speaking of the garage though um and you had this in the synopsis and i was like okay cool maybe this this maybe this um says something but like when they go to the garage after the third wedding vicky and amanda's wedding i was it's still light outside and i was like uh, i have no idea what these weddings are yeah yeah and i was like what kind of wedding ends when it's still light outside like why aren't we dancing the night away like what i am I am pretty sure every single one of these four weddings, which is baffling to me as a concept, is a noon wedding. Sure, but I still feel like with a noon wedding, like it's over at four. It's over at f- I mean, sure, but then there are there. I have seen some weddings in life. I've never been to one of these where the wedding is at noon. You like take a break somewhere, and then there's a party at night, right? Well, uh, that's what I'm saying is like, I think they were wedding to party over at noon, go home for your own dinner. It, like, I mean, yeah, the timing is very suspect because yeah. it does feel like they're all having the parties are in the middle of the day. They're not late because they're all, they're outside. They're like, yeah, you know, walking around. Speaking of uh, what wedding venue has like bear warnings, right? <laughs> I was like, why would you book this as your wedding venue? Your guests might be mauled. I'm so I, confused. I agree. Or at least like they, they have a, a gate or something so they don't go into the bear areas. <laughs> like, it was so strange. I was like, I mean, wait, it was funny, what? but I agree. <laughs> right. So that is like, I, my note says bears. Really? What kind of a place is this? <laughs> Dear God, so funny though. Like, <laughs> um, um, do you have any more notes? Oh, I have. Uh, yes, let's keep mm-hmm. going. Let's do it. All right. Um, so it's been a while since I've seen a printed registry anywhere, but they get the printed registry, which I thought was very strange. 
because they were sold out on the online gifts. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't think it is. No. Um, also, you, you, you don't have to buy somebody a gift off their registry. You can just give them a check. <laughs> like, Very nobody true. says no to that. Um, so, but they're, they're walking around and they have the printed registry in their hand, but it apparently doesn't have prices on it. So it's, you can't figure out what you want to get based on price, which I feel like is like kind of the whole point. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, everything about that is exhausting me thinking about my own registry just hanging out in limbo. Like, yeah, no printing out. Price is 100% like the deciding factor of what you buy, not like, I mean, nobody's giving. Lo- like highball glasses for sentimental value you know what i mean <laughs> like, right right like like you are sitting there being like okay my price point is i'm just gonna make up let's say a hundred dollars and there are highball glasses or like a cutting board but we have a drinking relationship so i will get the highball glasses you know th- that's what you do yeah <laughs> And if, like, the highball glasses weren't on the registry, but you have a drinking relationship, you're totally fine to buy them, like, a, you know, martini glasses or a nice bar set because that's who you are, you know? Or, you know, a wine of the month club membership. I want that one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was just – it was very strange. It was a very strange – like, I didn't, I didn't get that, but whatever. Registries never make sense in Hallmark movies. No, they really don't. Because also, I I don't think people go to stores and, like, tag things anymore either. I wanted to do that, but you think you're right. It's not a thing. Like, and the only yeah. store I could have done that in is, like, Target. And I didn't want my yeah. registry to be in Target. Right. Like, <laughs> that's weird. Um, I want to talk about the wedding planner. Yeah, Because it's the same it. wedding planner for all four weddings. Mm-hmm. Who can move people from their seats? I, I Which mean, I found very strange. And, and knew everybody by sight. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so here's the part I really want to get out, down to. Okay. So at the lesbian wedding, they come up to the lesbians and are like, your wedding was beautiful and we cried and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, we didn't know you knew each other. Do you want to sit together? We know the brides. We can pull some strings. And they were like, no, 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 no. It's all good. And then they go to find their seats and they're not seated together. And they're like, maybe we do want to sit together. And they turn to the bridal or to the wedding coordinator who is like, no, you've been instructed very, very firmly to sit at these specific tables. And I was like, but they were just told they could be moved. I think it was because previously the brides were like, I want these people to be sitting next to these people we're matchmaking, and they didn't get the memo between the conversations that were had with the bride. I agree. She was being a conscientious uh, wedding planner, but she we, they could have been like, yeah, the brides just said we could do it. Right. They could have done that. Also, I mean, th- this is less about weddings because this hasn't happened at a wedding in a really ever for me but especially when I used to go to like a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs with my family because of the way my family is broken down age-wise I'm usually the weirdly older like I used to be the weirdly older kid Mm. so like it'd be like a whole bunch of like 11 to 13 year olds and then I'd be like 15 or 16 Mm. which is awkward so like they would be like we don't want to put her at the kids table because she'll hate that so we'll put her at the like cousins table with all the cousins who she's never met before because she's a family friend and I would just take my little plate and my little chair and I would move it over and sit with my mom and dad (laughs) (laughs) and guess what Anybody can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can do that, but brides and brides and grooms and grooms or whatever work really hard on the seating chart. So <laughs> I and I that's that's why if if you're unhappy with your seat, you don't say anything. Right. You just find the table you want to be at, you scooch in there, and you're like, nope, I was always here. Nobody needs to know anything else. And it's all good. 
all good. But it was – I thought it was really a sweet moment in the movie that they were like, oh, my buddy. And then sitting next to my, my buddy right. who I, I mean, love a lot. It served a purpose. But I just was like, then why have the – like I, I thought it was strange to have those two scenes back to back of sure. like you can move. No, you can't move. <laughs> sure. I I, I um, felt the same. All right. Um I think we should also talk about this Jack and Jill. Yeah. That you hit you hit it on when we were doing this synopsis. Like this touch football sounds like the worst idea for a bachelorette party, a bachelor or bachelorette party to me. Especially when he has a bum knee. <laughs> like, well, right. He has a bum knee. They're doing this outside because the venue that they're supposed to, they were supposed to have their golf, which also does nothing for me, but whatever. Um, and spa day. I'm sorry. You took, you're taking away my spa day for flag football. Fuck you. And they kept talking um, about the spa day being like, oh, thank God we're not doing a spa day. How boring. No one wants to do that. It was like, fuck you. <laughs> right. Like, I absolutely I want a massage and a facial, and I probably paid for us like a seaweed wrap. Right. Something. I know. I don't know. I felt about it too. I was like, how, what are you talking about? Um, now I'm but sweaty. Also, they're doing it outside because it has rained so hard to ruin their venue. So are, is it like muddy and squishy? Like I don't understand. I think I think it was the country club, like that there was a power outage at the country club or something. So they weren't oh, going to okay. be able to like serve lunch and stuff like that. So they couldn't go is to the golf seriously course. Seriously, the only spa in Portland, Oregon that they could find. <sighs> Hannah, we have learned that. There are only one venue that does anything or two venues, especially if you're in the Pacific side of the country where wedding venues or whatever venues, there's only two of them and they're all wineries. <laughs> it's true. You're right. You're right. Good call. Good call. Um, the, the only other, my last Pete thing that I wanted to just flag is Four months later. Yeah. Why? Why? That's random. I don't. Because I don't. I don't know. I think it like because if it's if it's a year later, maybe it's too long. If it's six months later, it's Christmas. Okay. So. So they had to Why keep not it two months. Why not? Because she couldn't get a PT thing open in two months. But maybe this four, is Hallmark. I, I expect mean, her to be able to put, put together a business plan and all the financing within two weeks tops. You know what's funny is <laughs> I completely spaced the part where it said four months, and I was like, "Wow, she got this done quickly!" Like, because because it because it's still the summer of Brooke, right? And that okay. That pissed me off, that whole, like, summer of Brooke. And then when at the fourth wedding, at Ginny and Greg's wedding, they were like, uh, yep, summer's o- oh, summer's almost over. But it's wedding every weekend. It's only been a month. Summer is three months and at also, least. We, uh, I, I didn't clock them all, and I didn't go back to look. These weddings are in June. <laughs> summer <Wait>. is over. <laughs> like, based on the dates on the invites, they are June weddings. Okay. <laughs> so- so maybe because it turns winter in Canada, but it's supposed to be Portland. I don't know. I don't know. Time doesn't happen. Time is very strange in this movie. Um, yeah. my, I I agree. I had that note about like the timing being kind of weird, but my my last mi- my last thing that I want to bring up before we go into the tropes because I don't know if I'm gonna bring it up. I love I I like this movie, but. The last scene is so melodramatic that I hate it, especially when she's like, he's like, I hear you can heal people in pain. And she's like, your knee? And he has this look on his face and he just motions to his heart and it's like this slap on his chest. And then she's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like... I am uncomfortable like this like they're they're even like there's a couple jokes in the lines why is this such a dramatic moment it's only been a couple of months I know you like each other it's big but it took away that and why the heart slap I felt that was so cheesy I I don't know I don't know he was already crying he couldn't talk (laughs) 
but like my heart is broken like you couldn't have called right. a bitch i don't know like yeah it, it's weird i it, it's it's un it's uncomfortable and i yeah. uh, we'll get to it for kiss meter I'm okay save it. okay all right let's do that then hallmark oh hallmarks yeah let's do it my first one is someone has a job that in the real world would never ever 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 pay the bills <laughs> Because he, he, he doesn't do mechanicking. <laughs> Restorations. He could probably charge a lot of money, though. But yeah. Yeah, but if you get three cars a year, no, you can't. Fair. You can't live That's on fair. it. Um, their meet cute is annoying. They are annoyed with each other when they first meet. She is not dating right now. Ah, yes. Uh, but before that, others don't like her boyfriend and say as much to her. <laughs> that is true. Um, multiple people tell her to just start a business because, you know, it's not hard. <laughs> um, going back to Paul Campbell um, and not having a business, whatever, he can't change the be the business because of his parents' legacy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have parental words of wisdom from her parents that are yes. very nothing. <laughs> um, they keep running into each other. She quits her job without a plan. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm a little behind because I kept writing really weird stuff. But um, okay. there's there's a moment after the first wedding after they approach from the bears. That I labeled as um, when he sees the old tractor and says something about it. And I labeled this as I witness an example of your passion, which gives me further insight to your depth. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh. Do you want to catch up? I, um, I, are we already at we're not a, we're not a couple? Yeah. I mean, you could do that one. Go for it. Um, before that, I said, um, but before that, I, I he rescues her from an asshat. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, which is a, a thing. Okay. And right. then I have, we're not together. We're not a couple. Yeah. Um, I called there working on the bachelor, bachelorette, Jack and Jill party thing, forced to work together. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, her parents want to give her money, but she says, this is something I want to do on my own. <laughs> <laughs> he was engaged once. He was, um, Overheard and left before the important part. Uh, and communication issues. Yes. Um, although there's a moment in the big speech, the big wedding speech directed at the love interest because <laughs> their hearts. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Well, that's all I had. Me too. Okay. Pretty parade. Um. <laughs> You're going to laugh at me. Um, my first pretty parade. I have a couple pretty parades. Um, but my first is Paul Campbell in those white shorts at the beginning. <laughs> He's got good legs. <laughs> oh, they were pretty. Um, so my first one is actually an anti. Oh, okay. Um, and it is the wedding dress for the Jewish wedding. Okay. And I think the reason is I hate a napkin skirt. I think it looks tacky <laughs> i didn't I notice it was a napkin skirt yeah it, it, I, that's what it looked like to me it was just ugh, wasn't that this like wasn't that the silver like diamondy one the sparkly one was the top oh and then it was napkin skirt at the bottom and i was just like nope okay <laughs> all right um, my second one was actually her first wedding look. I really liked the, like the it was like a nice little lavender kind of wrappy look dress, but had a nice cute little slit, and her hair was adorable. Um, I really dug the bridal pantsuit for the curly haired lesbian. I don't know remember which one's which, sure. but it was gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> she looked great. Loved it. Thought I it was really elegant. Yeah, me too. Um, speaking of the lesbian weddings, their um, red their uh, uh, seating chart table had these diamonds on sticks as like decor. Like it would have been like it would have been like a votive candle, like like on like a big stick or whatever. But it wasn't. It was like a 
a glass diamond, and I thought it was so cute. They look so cool. Across the universe? Okay. So I believe it's the second wedding um, when um, she's getting checked out by someone. And uh, he goes, oh, my God, you're getting checked out. And he's like, what, like, what do you think his deal is? Does he make his own furniture? Did he save a bookstore? <laughs> Did he write poetry? <laughs> and I thought it was such a great dig on, like, all of the Hallmark guys because they all do those things. <laughs> that was, that's true. Um, mine that I, you know, Paul Campbell and Kimberly Sussted have been in multiple things together we know this i'm not even going to br- really go into that mm-hmm. uh, but brandy alexander who played jenny was also in the last bridesmaid with paul campbell and i believe she was one of the brides oh yeah so i just thought like oh he's he's a lead in another like multiple brides wedding movie thing. <laughs> With you, the same, you throw his resume at Hallmark and something sticks to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, I I alluded to the fact that it it reminded me of the grease car at the end, so I thought that mm-hmm. was kind of yeah. Um, I have a Law and Order OTH. Oh, hey, let's do it. Um, it's been a while, and somebody can absolutely tell me. Uh, where I am correct and where I am misremembering. But I am pretty sure that Brooke Davis from One Tree Hill, Brooke, had something like a summer of Brooke. Oh, cute. Maybe it was season of Brooke or something, but I'm pretty sure she also was like, I am doing a like me time. Cool. Period. New and noteworthy? Well, I think it goes without saying that this was the first same-sex relationship. I think it was the first same-sex kiss on Hallmark. Um, I think so as well. um, So we would be remiss to not mention that, um, uh, especially based on what Hannah was saying about all them haters that showed up on Twitter for this one. Fuck them. Yep. Um, I also have... uh, that she actually like wants to break up with her boring boyfriend. Like she's like, you're right. No, this is not my person. I know that rather than like, I feel like we often get the like, no, they're fine. They're not that bad, you know, like, and they, they try to keep it going in a way that is like not good rather than just like her being like, you're right. right. Yeah, no, totally fine. Um. Yeah, I thought Peter Benson was great at a. He's not my supporting shout out, but he was great at being just assholey enough. He's so good at yeah. playing an asshole. <laughs> he really is, poor man. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Um, I had one more. I don't know sure. if you had any. Um, mm-hmm. we have a man who admits to crying and have te- and has in the movie like teary moments. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, Actually, you reminded me of something that I wanted to put as a Newman Noteworthy um, because I liked the fact that Greg calls out that Brooke messed up and she accepts it by by yeah. um, by breaking it off with um, Nate. Uh, Nate. Yeah. Um, we don't often see that direct communication of you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Supporting chat out? <sighs> um. I feel like I wanted I wanted to give the parents, her parents, just a little bit of a shout out because I love only because I loved the line. Um, I think you've forgotten how this works. We feed you brunch and you we feed you brunch and you feed us information. <laughs> and I just loved that. I thought it was cute. Um, if we're pulling out lines, I do just want to shout out the one line of. I wish they made formal dresses fit like yoga pants. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Um, so my supporting shout out was for all the postables. Um, because Dan is Norman and I, you don't get to see him very often. And I got excited. Aww. <laughs> Yay. 
Yay. I never <gasps> got into the Science Seal delivered movies, so. They're cute. Kiss meter. Kiss meter. Okay. I gave this a seven. Because, first of all, I find it really strange that this is their only kiss in this movie. Yep. I had to rewind just to make sure. It feels like they haven't spoken to each other in a very long time. And then they're just like, oh, we're in love. And that's jarring to me. Mm-hmm. And the like, I get that it's not actually happening at the same time. But the way it's cut, there is clapping from their wedding over the visual of their kissing mm-hmm. for the first time. And I hated that. <laughs> um, just because I was like, I am uncomfortable. We have talked about public kissing and this is not public but you're making me sort of feel like it is and I don't like it yeah um like I didn't think the kiss itself was like that bad but I just like I didn't quite get it I'm right there with you I gave it a 7.5 only because I think that you know they look good kissing together the kiss itself is fine but I agree it felt like it felt really rushed and yeah. i i did not like the line beforehand which was like good thing we know how to put things back together which is true he does cars she does pt great and that felt like it should have been kind of like a lighthearted joke before they like kiss but they're playing it so dramatically and i don't think that drama that emotion was really earned honestly um yeah it him, felt like they were crying like his like his heart had been ripped out of his chest was overkill it was like they were having such a good time being emotional together and i get that like as actors like they had they had that connection they're like doing their thing but i don't think the script was asking for it i don't think the moment was asking for it and so it it i felt like i was intruding and it also was just didn't make sense yeah so yeah i think we're pretty much in agreement on that then yeah would you suggest other people watch this movie? So despite the last three minutes, or really it's Hallmark, so the last 30 seconds, um, <laughs> uh, I, I really do think this one is cute. Like, I will never say don't watch Paul Campbell. Paul Campbell is my angel baby. Like, I love him. <laughs> I love her. I think they are funny. Um, I think the movie is genuinely funny and really pretty to watch. I thought a lot of this great. movie looked beautiful. So um, I'm into it. How about you, Hannah? Um, so I remember like liking this movie more than I did on this watch Mm. initially. So I will like caveat it with that where I like had a memory of like thinking this one was great and I just thought it was cute this time. Mm. But I think it's, I still think it's cute. I remember it being the better ones of that season on Hallmark. Yes, I agree. But I I also like I feel like there was so much like I feel like there might have been in my head like pressure to love it purely because I was like, I'm going to love it for because there's a lesbian kiss in it. And like the the haters will not get me down kind of thing, (laughs) Um, which like I I still have a little bit of that in there, but it it didn't like a multiple watchings is not helping me with this movie personally but i don't think it's like it's not a bad movie and i think it's cute and i think it's like if it's on why not yeah like it's it's not a like run out and watch this movie for me but it is definitely a like it's sweet it's a it's a sweet movie it is a sweet movie, and despite what I said about like their dramatic moment, I do want to see. Like, if I had a thought where I was like, I like Paul Campbell goofy. I like Paul Campbell in um, what's the one that I like with Hillary Burton? Surprised by Love. Yeah, the Twinkie Cake. But I don't. But he's such a good actor. I don't want to just pigeonhole him into. I like. I just want to see him in like oh movies and mysteries where it's earned like you know maybe he has a dead wife at the beginning of a christmas movie and we're crying alongside him who knows um, right but mm-hmm. yeah well i don't, I don't want him to, i don't i don't like the, like that pain but i would i would like to see like a 
I don't know, maybe like a curmudgeon discovers the miracles of Christmas. Sure. Thawing of the heart moments or something. I don't know. I would definitely be his ghost of Christmas past. (laughs) Or future, Katie? Future. I mean, a girl can take what she'll get, but I'll I'll do whatever I can to be in a Paul Campbell movie. God, I just want to. I'll be his little sister for God's sakes. I don't care. We'll make it happen. We'll get yeah. there. We'll figure it out. Manifest. Yes. Um. Well, that was fun. I think this was, was a fun, fun one. Wedding yeah. every weekend. Woohoo! Um. So thank you, everybody. Um. Make sure that you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Threads. One kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerals. Um. You know, we're tweeting when we can. We're keeping up. We're yeah. I don't know. We're reachable. <laughs> if you want to email us for any reason, I don't know, tell us the name of your uh, car in high school. Um, you can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. And that's all spelled out like it is on our logo. And thank you, as always, to Flint Pastors for our intro outro music. You can find his stuff on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And, you know, make sure you rate and review us. Yeah, do um, it. Whatever you're listening to this on. Yeah. And we'll see you next time with less nuptial focus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're we're coming down from our wedding highs. (laughs) The honeymoon's over, friends. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time. Bye. Bye.